Hello and welcome to For Real Life Pod. My name is Sharon. I am a super Bluey fan. And I'm Tori, a total Bluey newbie, watching the episodes for the very first time. And together we're reviewing and recapping the many adventures of the Healer family. Let's dive in. This episode of Bluey is called Mr. Monkey Jokes. Hello everyone and welcome to Season 2, Episode 48, Mr. Monkey Jocks. One word. Monkey jocks. Monkey wearing jocks. How are you today, Tori? I'm fabulous. How are you? I am very good. I have my Starbucks. I am ready to record our last batch of episodes for season two. I can't believe it. I know. Because we batch these, we sit down, we talk about multiples Uh at a time. And so this is going to be our last batch. We're in the last four episodes of season two. That's crazy. I know. I feel 52 episodes. I feel like for so long, it, people would be like, have you seen this? Have you seen that? Like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm going in order. I'm not there yet. Now I'm like, boom, ready for season three. Oh, my gosh, which is perfect timing because July 12th. And I don't know at what point this is going to be. So it could be past July 12th by the time <laughs> this comes out. But July 12th, the second set of episodes from season three premieres on Disney+. Plus. So excited. We've only seen a few so far. There's going to be 10 more. So I think the first half of season three will officially here in the U.S. and some other places be available for everyone to watch. So we're going to we're almost going to be caught up. I like, can't, that would be a strange, strange feeling <laughs> to be fully caught up. For sure. All right. So let's talk about Mr. Monkey Jocks. I'm ready. Okay. I I don't even know where to do with the Disney Plus synopsis. I'm just going to say, what would your Disney Plus synopsis of this episode be? My synopsis is episode 48, Mr. Monkey Jocks. Bandit and Chili prove there is nothing they can't teach their kids. (laughs) That is so much better. You should just do your version. (laughs) We only have like four more episodes, but that was so much better. So the official synopsis is Dad thinks Bluey and Bingo have too many toys. Oh, that's a cute. I like that. I, like I mean, that also truth. Hashtag truth. <laughs> but yeah, they basically can teach their children anything. I have yet to teach my child this. I have sat him down to watch this episode multiple times so that he can absorb this episode into the fiber of his being. Yeah. Has it worked? No. It is very hard to teach your kids the concept of being spoiled or entitled or having too much and not being appreciative. And I love that they even like was it was so true because when you're like you're being spoiled. Well, what does that mean? And then it's like, uh, how do I explain this? Like this was so true to life, which which is why we love Bluey. Because it's so true to life and true to being a parent. It's why the show speaks to parents. But it is such a hard concept. It is very hard. Yeah. And it's interesting. So my son's friend, uh, we just took a quick vacation up to Georgia to visit one of my son's friends who had moved. And my son's friend is very unattached to his things. He's very good at just being like, oh, yeah, there's that thing. Okay, you can have it. You can have it. He kept trying to give my son things. Oh, that's so cute. He's like, oh, because my son's like, ooh, here's a new shiny object. Do you play with this? No. Do you want it? Sure. And then I had to go to his parents and be like, <laughs> uh, is, is this okay? And they're like, no, his grandma gave that to him for Christmas. That needs to stay here. So I had to break it to my child that he couldn't take these things. Versus my child, who is like a hoarder. 
and even took crates and things from class because the teacher was planning on throwing it out at the end of the year. So my child came home with things from school because, God forbid, the dot pens get thrown in the trash. (laughs) My kids are the same. They are emotionally attached to everything. My son, the same thing, brought like, you know, in like the classroom where they have the like paper border that's like wavy on one side and flat on one side to like border. He brought that home. Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah, it's a whole nother level. So um, yeah, I'm with you on the kids wanting to keep everything. True, true. So yeah, this is definitely one of those. This is like an epic episode for a few reasons. And then it like smacks you at the end. Yes. They're so good at that. They're so good at that. All right. So back to episode descriptions. On the Bluey TV website, this is actually episode 37. And it says, Dad thinks the kids have too many toys and suggests a checkout. To save their beloved Mr. Monkey Jocks from getting the chop, Bluey and Bingo must prove that he is special. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So again, Disney Plus just literally took half of the first sentence (laughs) and was like, copy and paste. So I think that I've, you know, we already kind of started diving into the episode, but I'm assuming you like this one. I I really love this one. Or or did it bother you that they were able to, again, teach their children the most impossible lesson? I know. Impossible. (laughs) Um, Well, first off, I love the opening where the room full of stuffed animals, because that is like I felt seen as a parent. I know so many people love the backseat of their car. Yes. And they're like, I was never truly seen as a parent until I saw the back of their car. I felt that way about the room absolutely filled with stuffies everywhere. That was so funny. That is definitely my world. So I loved that. That was so great. Well, I mean, I'm, I wasn't going to be the first one to mention it, but as I'm sitting here, I'm literally staring at your bed <laughs> that has, if I have to count, probably close to 25 stuffies on it. Um, we might have to count. This is your adult bed. This is not the child's bed that I'm staring at. This is like an adult bed. Roughly 33. Okay, in my defense, they, they're they very neat, though. They're very neatly placed all over the bed and the headboard. We might and need, need to, to take a photo. We might need to take a photo of it. Um, So funny. So in my defense, this morning, so it is a Saturday. It is and I'm Saturday. laying in bed and looking at my phone and just kind of like not wanting to get up. And my children decided to bury me in stuffed animals. Oh, okay. So while I laid and scrolled on the social media, I was covered from head to toe in stuffed animals. <laughs> so when I got up, the children were clearly gone downstairs having breakfast with daddy. Yeah. I wasn't going to clean it up. So I just like made my bed <laughs> and then did like a cute little animal stuff, stuffed animal pile on top. It's very adorable. I love that it was on the day <laughs> that we talk about this episode. Like... Did not plan that ahead. Uh That was a total coincidence. Uh But welcome to my world. My house has lots of plush animals in it. Yes, so does does mine. My son's bed is just stuffed with stuffies. They're they're everywhere. There is nothing that my son loves more than a stuffy. He loves every sort of plush under the sun. He likes other stuff too, but he has never met a plush that he does not want to bring home with us. Jack, can you buy me this Tommy Teddy, this Starlight Unicorn, and this Rainbow Boo Bear? No! You kids have got too many toys. What? We've hardly got any. (laughs) That's it! We're having a Jack out! I know, and you know, I continue to buy them when we go on vacation, and I feel like it's a little nuts considering how many we have. (laughs) 
but they love them so love much them. and they remember where yes. everyone came from. Yes. And then when we go to return somewhere, like we go to Great Wolf Lodge, both of my kids want to bring the stuffed animals that they got last time they went to Great Wolf Lodge. And like they want to bring them back home and show them where they came from. So the fact that they have this like memory of where they all came from to me makes it feel like this is a good souvenir. Yeah. If they like bought it and never remembered it and never thought of it again and I felt like it was just useless, I probably wouldn't continue to buy them. So I don't know. I'm totally a sucker. Yeah, mine will remember seeing a plush somewhere. So like SeaWorld for the longest time, I was like, no, 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 no. But every single time my son would always bring up, remember that giant hammerhead shark that we saw? Da, 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 da. And I just like, OK, fine, giving in. But yeah, mine, mine brings them. So on the trip to Georgia, guess who came with us? Who? one of his bears and it was literally strapped into the car seat like (laughs) next to him so it was in the back it had like the car buckle on it and I was like you can only bring three friends and he was like what do you mean only three friends and I was like we cannot have a car full of stuffies (laughs) that's not happening (laughs) so yeah there there is something and that scene at the very beginning it opens and it's probably besides the episode where they went upstairs, you know, the bike and the letter and mm-hmm. that whole episode. This is probably the only time that I remember seeing the healer's house look so, not messy, but for real life. Mm-hmm. It looks very for real life. Like Just more clutter stuff. than normal? More clutter than yeah, normal. totally. Yeah. So it opens, like we said, and it's a very messy playroom. There are toys everywhere. Louie is sitting at her little table circling new toys in a catalog that she'd like. Banda comes in and tells the kids they they need to clean up. Bingo enters and says that she's bored. (laughs) Also very for real life, because mine will do that too. I am bored. Or I need you to buy me something because I'm bored. And I'm like, you have a house full of things. You have an entire playroom. If you cannot find something that you can play with, then that means we should probably have a checkout. And then you can get something new. Like, you have too many things. So I I feel bandit in this moment. Bluey asks Dad if he can buy her the toys that she circled. Included a Starlight Unicorse, which I'm just going to, I paused it. Looks very much like a Moonlight Unicorn. But it wasn't the same thing? No, I thought it was the same thing. I literally wrote down, I think I thought oh, it was this, is, this is the Moonlight moonlight mm-hmm. Unicorn. I actually have a note here. Including a Moonlight Unicorn, which has a price tag of $40 bucks. That's crazy. But then when I listened to it again, she said it was a Starlight Unicorn. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I assumed it was just the thing that they bought Muffin for her birthday that time. Yes, it looks mm-hmm. ex- almost exactly like it. So I wonder if it was just one of those... They're very they're so good at continuity, though. Yeah. Which is which is why I had to like stop and like go back and double check. Uh huh. Bandit, of course, says no, that they have too many toys to begin with. And Bluey says that they hardly have any just as Bandit opens the cupboard to an avalanche of toys, which buries him much like you were buried this morning. Ah, coincidence. (laughs) Also a coincidence. I do like how he's laying there buried and that little toy waddles over. It's like, mama. (laughs) It's a great it's a great point to like pause the episode if you're one of those people that likes to pause the episode. Bandit then declares it's time for a checkout. And we get the title card. So a little bit in. I also like the term checkout. I've never I've never used that. 
I have a whole list of Aussie translations in this episode, <laughs> yeah. and I listed that one. Yeah. So it sounds a little bit better than like just throwing out toys. Yeah. A checkout. It always also sounds to me like a checkout. I have to be very specific <laughs> with my pronunciation. So we see the family together and two giant. So we have two bins, the family and a pile of toys. We find out that one of the baskets is for keeping and the other one is for giving away. The girls get upset. So Chili explains that they will make sure to keep any of the special toys and none of the toys that they plan to give away are going to go into the bin slash garbage that they will all go to needy kids. Which, I mean, you would think would, like, help the situation. It literally, like, she could have just not said anything. They just didn't. <laughs> not not at all. Ben then calls the kids spoiled. And did you notice the look that Chili gave him mm-hmm. when he said that? When Bluey declares that they are actually the needy kids, he's like, well, we're needy. And Ben is like, no, you're spoiled. And I was like, oh, dang. <laughs> Throwing down. Ben is just, like, calling it out over there. And then Bingo wants to know what that means. Banda starts to chuck out toys as the girls grab for them from the bins, explaining why each is special. Bingo has Chutney Chimp, which we've also heard reference of in various other episodes. We also have Snowy, which is Bluey's toy. And then Chili gets in on the action when Bandit tries to chuck out Lady Sparklehound. <laughs> And I do have to say, I definitely have some nostalgia for a few of my son's toys. Oh, absolutely. There's a couple toys of my son's that, uh, especially as stuffies, that I would be like, yoink, you know, if if we were doing this at home as well. Yeah, I love that Chili stopped one of them because that's me for sure. Yep. Bandit then explains this is not how the word special works before we see a quick montage of the sorting process. I like this. I love a good montage. They do it twice in this episode. So good. So okay. Not shocking to us at all. It ends up being that all the toys are in the keep basket except for a monkey wearing jocks. Jocks being underwear. Yeah, it's on my list. <laughs> Again, it's one of those Aussie American translations where you're like, I, I, I get it because I can clearly see like, oh, mm-hmm. he's, OK, but that's not ever a term that I've ever heard for. Are there any words for underwear that like you hate? I think we talked about it before. Thongs. Oh, you know, okay. we were talking about thongs yeah. versus thongs, the shoes. Yeah. I hate the word chonies chonies it's yeah i grew up in california and it's like a mexican thing and so um obviously that's like a there's a strong culture there in california yes and they call underwear chonies i don't know why it always got under my skin interesting i've never heard that before (laughs) they're like oh yeah i'm just wearing my chonies like oh okay yeah Mm. other words i like like miha i like that one like there's a lot of terms i have never heard that word either (laughs) i think that might actually be spanish but there was a lot of just like terms you know for underwear no miha means like um like daughter or like oh god i I thought that also meant underwear i was like i am clearly out of the loop in this whole like underwear no it's like a it's like a positive name for like a girl like like close to you like personally no i just meant like culturally (laughs) there was a bunch of different terms that that like the community used yeah some i liked and some i didn't and tony's was ones that just always bothered me i don't know if i like jocks any better though 
Yeah. Maybe just underwear. <laughs> yeah. I d- yeah. I'm underwear, bottoms, things like that, you know. So Bandit then asks them to prove that he's special and they run away. The girl's like, oh, and they run away. And I love this. This is very classic Chili. She's done it multiple times before. She will do it in the future. She tells Bandit that he's probably going to regret that statement. Yeah. She called it like it was in this episode for sure. Absolutely. And then we get our second montage showing how the girls are making Mr. Monkey Jocks the special treatment. They're like giving him the special treatment. So first, he takes Dad's spot on the couch reading the newspaper. Then they take Dad's spot at the breakfast table getting all the bacon. Followed by some fun at an indoor play center where Mr. Monkey Jocks is shooting Dad with balls. And then we see back at home... Bandit proclaiming that it's gone too far when Mr. Monkey Jocks is wearing his sunnies, <laughs> a.k.a. sunglasses. So, again, another montage here. Super funny. But then when Bandit calls for Chili to back him up, we find out Mr. Monkey Jocks is married Chili. So funny. I was going to tell you. It's <laughs> like plays straight into it. Do we think that she knew beforehand or she just like. They're just so good at improv. She just like leaned in. <laughs> yeah, she just leaned in. She's like, okay, I'm like here for this. I can totally do that. And then um, I just want to, so at, during the first, the second one, when they're at the breakfast table, they make bandits on the floor and he calls himself, they call him like a floor boy. So funny. It's just like <laughs> rapid succession, but just hilarious. Not for you, floor boy. Yep. Well, where am I supposed to sit? Is there any more bacon? Only for special people. Not you, floor boy. Floor boy? More maple syrup, Mr. Monkey Jocks. Don't mind if I do. The girls then suggest that Bandit become Mr. Monkey Jocks' butler, to which he slyly agrees. And then again, we get Chili now, this time warning the girls that they are definitely going to regret this. Mom is right. Oh my gosh. Seriously. We then see Mr. Monkey Jocks and his butler, a.k.a. Bandit, in the girls' room where he is taking over their bedroom. Outrageous. Next, Mr. Monkey Jocks is at the tailor, which is Bandit's office, and we see that he's wearing the clothes from the other toys. The girls are upset, and Bluey tells Dad that you can't just give him stuff because he wants it. Chili then tries to intervene on the girl's behalf, but also gets kicked out of the house. And as the three are sitting on the front porch, Chili explains to the girls that all of this is kind of their fault because they spoiled Mr. Monkey Jocks. However, still not understanding what that means, Chili explains that spoiling is hard to kind of like, you know, explain. And they head back in to find Mr. Monkey Jocks throwing out all the other toys because he wants to be the only special toy in the house. This is where we get the definition of spoiled. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Blue remarks that Mr. Monkey Jocks looks bored, though. And Bingo questions how that can be since he has everything he wants. <laughs> Again, self-teaching the lesson here. Bluey, Bingo, and Mom then each take turns listening to Mr. Monkey Jocks, and we find out through them that he doesn't want everything he wants anymore, because when you get everything you want, nothing feels special anymore. Bomb drop. Boom. Boom. 
truth. Amazing. So good. Then Mr. Monkey Jocks, via Bluey, decides that he wants a turn making other people feel special. The family then takes uh, round two at sorting the toys into keep and chuck baskets, with the girls chucking pretty much majority of the stuff, including Mr. Monkey Jocks. We then get the kicker where we see a kid in the hospital receiving Mr. Monkey Jocks to cheer him up and make him feel special. Just when you thought it was a fun episode, (laughs) they kick you in the end and make you want to tear up and cry. So cute. End of episode. I mean, it just... This is a good one. This is such a good one. The lesson, super valuable. Mm -hmm. Right? It's... It's very funny. Got a couple montages. The entire family's in here. And then really, at the end of the episode, oh, killing me. (laughs) Killing me. It's so good. So what was your favorite line or moment? Um, Oh, gosh. I probably would come up with one of the, like, cute emotional ones. Um, But all I can picture is all the stuffed animals on the floor and that being, like, so relatable to me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, when he gets, when he opens up that cupboard and they all fall on him, it's so good. It is. And then, like I said, yeah, mama, mama, I really just love when he kicks them out of the house. And he's like, oh, harsh, but fair. (laughs) (laughs) Only Bandit can get away with stuff like that. When they were doing the, like, final lesson and, like, each family member said one Mm -hmm. line of it, I thought that was so cute, too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right. So what are... What is your list of Aussie American translations? So some of these we've obviously heard before. Yep. Um, but the list was Bin, Sunny's, Op Shop, Checkout, and Jocks. Yep. So do you know what an op shop is? Can um, you guess? I mean, I assume it's like a secondhand store. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So an op shop actually stands for opportunity shop. Hmm. Basically, it's a thrift store. And the most popular op shops are run by the Salvation Army. And St. Vincent de Paul's in nice. Australia, New Zealand. That's basically kind of what they call it. They have them in a lot of hospitals and things like that. Versus here in the U.S., we have like standalone mm-hmm. places that you can go, like secondhand stores and that type of stuff. So, but what's interesting is that my understanding, at least here in the U.S., is that most of the U.S. places will not take stuffies. Oh. Have you ever donated a stuffy before? In part with them? Absolutely not. Because <laughs> I feel like I read somewhere that mm-hmm. they don't take... Again, I haven't given any stuffies away. Yeah. At least... I mean, I remember being a kid mm-hmm. and my sister got in trouble. So my parents made her take her favorite stuffed animal <gasps> and go donate it like down at the store. Oh, my gosh. They're even monsters. I have, even I have trauma like 40 years later, like to this day of <laughs> the experience. But I remember reading something online recently where somebody was like, where do I go to give away like stuffed animals and stuff? Because mm-hmm. the... Donation places won't take them. Yeah. And I was like, that's really interesting. I mean, it makes sense because they don't think about it too much, but they like, they do get gross. Yeah. Yeah. I did the um, like secondhand sale last year. Yeah. Where like you mark all your items and it's like all only kid items. And um, oh, I didn't know it was only kid items. 
I mean, there was a small adult section, but like okay. the main purpose is like kids' clothes and kids' yeah. toys and stuff. And they had a giant basket of stuffies, oh, okay. and I don't think anybody touched them. Yeah, like it's just it's not a place though. you're going to buy a stuffie a second hand. I don't know. It just doesn't. Right? Yeah. Okay. So I'm happy that Mr. Monkey Jack's got a second home. Yes. Good job. You know, that type of thing. Now, don't get excited. It's just a little something I found in the op shop. Thanks, Mom. <gasps> it's a monkey! Wearing jocks. I love him. There were some differences. So this is one of those, it's been a while. It happened more in season one. But this is one of those places where there were kind of regional differences. Mm. So in the U.S., they actually changed some of the verbiage. So when Chili says, come here, sweetheart, in the original version, she said, come here, lover boy. <laughs> I think that's a suitable change. Come here, lover boy. Isn't yeah. that from Dirty Dancing? Uh, maybe. Yeah. When they're, when they're dancing. So. Yeah. Baby. <laughs> and then Bandit, when he says, he's gone bananas, in the original, he said, he's gone crazy. I think bananas is more fitting because it's a monkey. Funny. Wearing jocks, right? It works yeah. on like double levels. Yep. So I guess those are some of the differences. Interesting. That, yeah. So again, it's one of those places where they've changed things. And then a few people have said online that in the opening scene, one of the kids' toys looks like a character from a video game. And I'm just like, I don't. Okay. That's not a video game I know. So. We believe you. Yeah, but it was great. You could see lots of different stuffies and toys that the kids yeah. have used in previous episodes. Mm-hmm. Again, that continuity type of stuff. And how fun would it be for the animators to just like, we just need you guys to fill the room with toys. Like, just come <laughs> up with like as many cool, different, strange toys yeah, as possible. The background artist is like sick of drawing like trees and like fences. <laughs> yeah. Is like, score a fun episode. <laughs> I really like drawing birds, but yeah. <laughs> Get come up with my own fake stuffed animal. Yeah. So good. So we've talked a little bit about for real life stuffies and yours definitely have a couple. Your children have a couple of stuffies that are very near and dear to the family's heart to uh, to the point that you've you have multiple versions. Yes, they are. Can we talk about that? Yeah. Does your child know this now? Yes, they do. (laughs) Charlie's asked me a couple times. Well, so their stuffies are in our family photos which there was one time when we were taking a family photo and like a family friend happened to be there and she looked horrified <laughs> when she was like, oh, do you want me to take that away from her? And I was like, no, it's going to be in the photo. Yeah, it's a dirty, gross looking stuffed animal, but it's a part of the family, darn it. Um, and so, yes, we do have the backups. Um, and one time Charlie was like, why do we have so many puppy puppy rocks? And I was like, they're backups just in case. Yeah, in case you we like one. one's a cousin and one's a this, and they have like names for all of them now. So originally they were like hidden away, like when they were yes. little. We had the backups hidden away, but then eventually they slowly came out, and now they're just like a part of the family. <laughs> so they're cousins and not like twins and stuff. Well, yeah, because they look really different. Because one's like fluffy <laughs> and pretty, and one is like worn down and like old. So they're like the same shape and like the same, but they're yeah, very different, different colors, colors and. <laughs> different fluffy levels oh my gosh hilarious yeah i can see a couple of them on the bed right now oh yeah staring at them yep oh yeah Yeah. there's one up there there's one in the Mm -hmm. middle oh there's one wearing a train outfit (laughs) 
actually this one right in the front that looks like boy pink puppy. Yeah. But that's actually not. That's one of the backups. <laughs> but none of them are wearing jocks, right? No. No jocks. No. <laughs> Did you have any... What was your favorite? Like, what stuffy do you have a memory of? So mine was a Care Bear. Oh. It was Cheer Bear. I have a Cheer Bear, With too. the rainbow on the tummy. I still have one. I do, too. Mine's over in that corner, oh I think. Oh, my gosh. I should have yeah. brought mine over. We could have compared them. <laughs> See how pink yours is Oh, mine's not mine. very pink. <laughs> um, and Cheer Bear in the cartoon, or in the Care Bear universe, was female. But for whatever reason, I decided mine was male. So mine's a boy cheer bear. I mean, it's fine. Pink bear with a rainbow, it's fine. See, look, I was equal opportunity even as a child. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So cheer bear was mine. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I have a cheer bear too, and then I have a giant, uh, like dream bear, like a blue one with like a, the sleepy time bear, mm-hmm. and that one actually apparently stayed looking really good we moved and i found it in a bin and i was like it's looking a little lopsided there's like a couple of places where the colors i put it in the wash it was like brand new wow and so that's now my son one of my son's favorites but i also had a rabbit when like a bunny with super floppy ears and Mm. i found it as well when we were moving and the number of times, so the, the bunny doesn't have ears anymore. They're just <laughs> sewn up holes. <laughs> and the number of times that I remember stitching its little cotton tail back on and its nose and various other features. Yeah. So I put it back in the bin because it's a little bit more delicate mm-hmm. than like the Care Bears and that type of stuff. But yeah, my Care Bears... There's a couple of areas, again, like on the white, where it's yellowed a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of like, do I put it in the wash? Like, like, I'm like, I don't know if it's going to last in the wash. So. Yeah. Charlie recently brought me one of my Cabbage Patch dolls that oh. ended up in her room. And she's like, this doll is creepy. I'm like, oh, her name is Sarah, and she's a Cabbage Patch doll. And so ne- once I like told her her name and told her that she was mine when I was little, now Charlie loves her. She doesn't think she's creepy anymore, which is good. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I I had Cabbage Patch dolls, but none of them made it. Like, I don't mm-hmm. have any now because my parents had a lot of stuff for a while. And then they were like, OK, you're like 25. Here you go. Here's your totes. Take your stuff. Right. And I can't I don't think there was any Cabbage Patch in there. Yeah. Sarah was my like number one. And then my parents like waited in line one Christmas when Cabbage Patch dolls were like the rage and got they were like outer space ones that were like Ooh. really hard to get. Oh, and they were like astronauts. Those. Yes. And they had a little astronaut outfit. And so I, I remember the little silver dress. Yeah. Like a yep. kind of like a soft. Yeah. It was supposed like to helmet be like their thing. helmet thing. Yep. So that was like one of my prized possessions for a long time. You know that they have a Cabbage Patch birthing center, right? I know. I tried to go over spring break. Oh, did you? <laughs> yes. And it was going to add like six hours. It's in Georgia, for those of you that don't know. Um, and we were driving up to the Carolinas. And it was going to add like six hours to the trip. And I was the only one that wanted to go <laughs> because Charlie is like not that into dolls. And so I wanted to go and I didn't make it happen. But I feel like if I'm going to go, I need to go soon while Charlie's still like of this age. Because I do think when she walks in there, she'll be game. But yeah, I didn't make the whole family go just for me. I heard it's really interesting. I have a good uh, girlfriend that I went to college with. She has so many 
so many of them and in original boxes and stuff like that. So she's a huge Cabbage Patch person. Amazing. So she actually went with her two twin daughters and she said that it was amazing and apparently they like actually like birth and like pop out of the cabbages oh my and God. there's a whole thing and she showed me a couple pictures. It I, looks like this giant plantation. I was like, who knew? I, I do really want to go there. Who knew? I also <laughs> really have fond memories of a pound puppy. Oh, I love a pound puppy. Mm-hmm. Yes, pound I I still have one. Oh, Ma- do you? Mine that was like, oh, yeah. Wow. He didn't really have a name. He was just pound puppy. <laughs> um, but I think he might be in the basket behind me, honestly. Oh, we may have to. I love the pound puppy. Yes. And then how do you feel about calling them stuffies versus plush? Well, that's hard. <laughs> Um, I, feel I, like, I feel like I never called it a stuffy until like that was something my child introduced. And now, and now that's all I call them. So stuffed animal. Yeah. Stuffed was animal. what I called my it stuffed animal. my whole life. Yep. And then it became plush to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and technically that's what it is. It's a plush. So I think as an adult, I called it a plush. Yeah. But then if I'm talking to my kids, I call it a stuffy. Right. So I think that's why it's hard. I have three separate names. Yeah. I was like, how did this. At what point did it transition from a stuffed animal to a stuffy? Like, I don't know, I don't know where where that happened, but yeah, that's definitely the term that I use for it mm-hmm. all the time. Listen, mate, I think it's time for a certain someone to find somewhere else to live. I didn't mean us. That was harsh, but fair, sir. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Mr. You, Monkey Jacks. You kind of mentioned it earlier. I was going to ask you, like, this whole concept of teaching kids about being spoiled. Oh, God. Like, if you had tried to approach it before and how you did it. And it sounds like watching this episode. Yeah, watching this episode. So we have, we are Berenstein Bear book readers. Yes, you guys are. And one of the ones that we have that she loves is Get the Gimmies. What? And it's all about brother and sister get the gimmies every time they go to a store and they cry and whine and want things. And if they buy them one, like a toy, then when they're in the checkout line, they whine and cry for candy. And then they get out in the front of the store and they whine and cry to be on the little like rides or whatever. And um, the little coin slot rides. Yeah. They don't really have those anymore, but you know. <laughs> anyway, um, so it's all, it's called getting the gimmies. Oh. And so then the parents struggle to try to figure out how to fix it and yada, yada, yada. So there has been times where I've been like, Charlie, are you getting a case of the gimmies? Oh. And in the book, they're like, the the Papa Bear gets mad. is like, the worst case of the galloping greedy gimmies. Like he makes it longer. Oh my gosh. So whenever I do it, she always says, the galloping greedy gimmies. Has the book worked? I mean, it's been a way for me to, like, remind her, like, hey, you're kind of being this way. So I have used it in that manner. Did it help? I don't know. I don't think. Probably not. But yeah, I'm not sure where the age is that you have this conversation. I've had it with my son several times because he's like, I want to go to Target. I'm like, what do you need at Target? Nothing. Just a toy. I'm like, you have so many toys. And he's like, uh. so I've tried to do the, OK, that's fine. We can get something new. But we need to get rid of something else. And he's so attached to everything that Mm -hmm. he just does not want to get rid of anything. Yeah. And I get it. But also, you haven't played with that thing in like nine months. Mm -hmm. I know because sometimes I'll rotate your toys out and then all of a sudden he finds something. Mm -hmm. So so I've just, now that he's getting older, 
Mm-hmm. I've just been more hard-lined of no. And so now the way that I frame it also is that's not in the budget. And then mm-hmm. I have to explain what a budget is, which sucks, <laughs> right? That's the thing with kids. If you say something, they will inevitably ask, you know, as they should, yeah. additional follow-up questions. And we want our children to ask questions. Um, so then I explain what a budget is. And, you know, my son at one point was like, does this mean we don't have any money? I'm like, no, we do have money, just not for more toys right now. Yeah, my kids will be like, how many dollars do we have in the bank? Because then oh, they God. want, I'm like, oh, okay, this is a slippery slope. <laughs> but the solution in the Get the Gimme's book is that they decide before they go to the store what mm. they want. And then when they go to the store, if they ask or cry or want anything or argue in any way, then they get nothing. No. But if they behave, then they get the one thing they chose in advance. Okay. So Charlie has actually, this girl, I swear to goodness, she is such a negotiator. I keep saying she needs to be a lawyer when she grows up. So she'll now use it to her advantage and be like, we're going to the store. Oh, can I pick out the toy I want now? Just like they do in the book. So it's a way to her to ask for something before we even leave the house. I'm like, how is this lesson working against me? Kids are so smart. My child still has the Christmas books. Oh, that was the other thing I wrote down. The Target one and the Amazon ones. And he still circles them. He's like, look. I still want this thing. I'm like, that's nice. And I've used, I've, I try to be conscious, be like a conscious contemporary parent on this, but I have used the phrase like, no, uh uh-uh. uh. I'm like, well, I want a pony. Does that mean I just get a pony? No. <laughs> Everybody wants stuff. And it just because you want something doesn't mean you're going to get it, which is not the most like conscious, like bandit chili parenting advice. <laughs> but, like certain times I'm just like, this is not how the world works. Mm-hmm. Like, and he's like, but what if we had a million, like tons of money? And I'm like, well, if you have a ton of money, you can buy whatever you want. I said, but then I'll come back to this. And I'm like, but then nothing is special. Like, mm-hmm. once you buy everything that you want, what what do you do? Like, you're just going to be bored, won't you? And he's like, no. And I'm just like... Watch the episode again. I did yeah. love when she, <laughs> at the beginning, when she had the book and was circling things. Yes. That was so true life because my kids do the same thing. It used to be the Toys R Us book. Now it's the Amazon book where they circle the things. So yeah, I thought that was a cute little add-in that they did because that is so true for real life. Super for real life. And here's just like a little tip and a piece of advice to everyone. Try to stick to those bucks. Do not allow your children to start harding things on Target or the Walmart (laughs) or the Amazon app. Because you could accidentally find yourself with over $1,000 of replica Pokemon cards. What? (laughs) So we have a mutual friend and one of their children accidentally thought that they were like harding something uh-huh. and ordered 16 boxes oh of replica. So not even playable, poke- tradable Pokemon cards, but replica Pokemon cards. Oh my goodness gracious. $1,000 worth showed up at their house. They showed us a picture oh, wow. of all the boxes. They were able to return all of them except for one. Something happened. One of them got sent back and they were just like, we can't. We're just going to not. <laughs> so last time we were over at their house, they actually gave us. A, a, they're like, here you go. Take one. Because inside the 16 boxes was like then multiple packs. Oh, my god! It was like, I think, 16 boxes of 24 packs or something Wow, crazy. that's crazy. Yeah. And my child also had a similar situation where he was with the grandparents and he started harding things on Amazon. Mm-hmm. 
And when he told me about it, he said, oh, grandma bought me this, 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 this and this. So then, of course, I had to go to grandma and my mom and say, did did you guys actually get him these things? Because in his mind, he got them or he's getting them for his birthday. And they were like, oh, no, we were just letting him like tell us what he likes. And I'm like, "Okay, (laughs) I think we need to be a little bit clearer. Yeah, I had that happen with Charlie where so we put things on her list Mm-hmm. So if she likes something, I put it on the list. Well, there was one thing I put in the cart. But, like, I put things in the cart, and then I don't buy them right away. I then later come back. Well, apparently she thought that meant we were buying it. Oh. So she was, like, like a week or two later, she's like, remember that tea set? It never came. And I'm like, it didn't? <laughs> oh, no. I'll have to check the mail. And, and you were like, buy now, buy I now, ended buy up now. buying it and saving it. I think she had like a, there was like Easter, her birthday or something was shortly after. So then when she opened it, I was like, see, I tricked you. I just saved it for the present. Oh my God. Good save. Good save, mom. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, just because it's in the cart doesn't mean it's actually purchased. Oh my God. That, I think I have three things in my cart right now yeah. and more things that I had in my cart and then I just moved them to save for later. Yeah, totally. I mean, despite the fact that I have also lists of things. So <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's hard. It's hard seeing things and being like, I could have this. Mm-hmm. I want it. Why can't I have it? But they also don't really understand concepts of money and stuff. And so I also like to, I've started introducing the concept of there are always going to be people that have more than you. And also there are going to be people that have less than you. And none of that is better or worse than anything else. So because my son has said to me, Charlie, your daughter, yes. has more Minecraft worlds than I do. Or Charlie <laughs> has 20. Or Charlie has this skin. Or so-and-so has this. And I'm like, that's great. There's always going to be people that have things that you don't have. And there's probably some stuff that you have that other people don't have. And all of that is Okay. And also, you're not paying for any of it, so. <laughs> yeah, that's another get a, lesson. Get a job, kid. Another yeah, oh. lesson that's really hard to teach. And then after we left your house, one more story. Uh, mm-hmm. After we left your house last time, because we had the kids clean up in the pool because they had all their toys yep, out. Yep. My child tried to convince me that I owed him some sort of toy because he helped clean up. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess stems from the fact that maybe your kids get allowances or So we did the we did the green light bank account cards. Oh yes. So yep. then there's chores in the app yeah. and then when they do the chores in the app yeah. then they we add money to their their account. Yeah. So my child's like, I did something, buy me something. I was <laughs> like, like, oh, hey, that's not how this, this works. Is, this is not how this works. And every family is different. <laughs> like, I was like, okay, so I need to just teach you things through your friends. Got it. <laughs> Got it. We can do that. All right. Well, I think we've talked a whole lot about this episode. Is there anything else you want to mention? Nope. I think that covers it. Okay. Great. Thank you so much for joining us. Come back next week when we talk Season 2, Episode 49, Typewriter. (laughs) Thanks. Okay, kids. This has gone a bit far. You said we have to treat him special. Shelly! Oh, come here, sweetheart. Dad, can you please help? Huh? How's my little monkey man? Hey, mate, that's my wife. Not anymore. Mum married Mr. Monkey Jocks. What? (laughs) When did this happen? I was going to tell you. You left me for a monkey? I'm sorry, honey. There's just something special about him. What am I supposed to do? Oh, what's that? 
Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please, please, please share it with your friends. Go online, rate the podcast, follow us to get the newest content drops right when they release. And of course, message us. You can find us on Instagram at for real life period pod, or you can send us an email at for real life period pod at gmail.com. Again, that's F O R R E A L L I F E period P O D.